Hello, welcome to Serenity Wellness Podcast. My name is Nicole White and I'll be your host. This podcast is dedicated to helping you tap into your full potential of how you can heal and balance your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Together, let's explore our inner self, connect to our strength, and manifest your true nature, one full of love, purpose, and passion. Welcome to episode 11, What's Your Lens? Thank you everyone who continues to join me each week and welcome to those of you who are new. Thank you for spending some time and space with us today. I hope you're continuing to work on building your own wellness toolbox and whatever that means for you, as well as finding some time and giving yourself permission to fill that joy center and feed your soul. It's amazing how when we give ourselves the time and space to do that, how it starts just intricately working together to make magic happen in our lives. So I hope you're starting to experience and enjoy some of that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that actually in just a few minutes. Today, we're going to identify the lens you use. I'm going to help you decide if it's effective and share some tools that you can use to write your own story using a clear lens. Those of you who have been with me since the beginning of this podcast journey and working on developing and integrating some of these tools together, you might have already started to notice that idea of what I was talking about in some episodes about how it starts becoming a way of being or a way of living. You might have started to notice some of those changes that are beginning to happen both within as well as within your relationships with others around you. So the within yourself uh, areas of change you might start connecting further with and noticing are the areas of increased presence. So your ability to connect more to the now and be present in what you're doing. The ability to re-anchor and um, you know, re-establish what's happening right in front of you instead of getting caught up into that monkey mind that we've talked about or building those trees that we talked about and not in the healthy grounding and rooting exercise we did last episode in the tree in connection with the tree and earth energy but in those trees we talked about in terms of the deep emotion rooting and getting lost and splintering out into the forest you might also have noticed within that uh, more ability to become present that quieting of that monkey mind or you know less of the distractions that you can get looped into you might have also noticed an increase in your awareness your awareness and some of those thoughts that you might get looped into, some of those words that we talked about that we use that make us get stuck or increase those emotions that we've discussed as well. But you might have also noticed within that awareness, awareness in your body system, some of those areas that we have been working on, intention awareness, uh, some of uh, more awareness of your breath and how you're breathing and how it's enhancing or regulating emotion. And also with the improved awareness that you might be noticing, you might have also noticed that you're having an increased ability to connect back to presence then or to get out of that thought loop by using some of those other skills that we have started to build upon. So noticing within yourself this increased ability to be present, the increase in your awareness, and the ability to get more out of those loops and use some of the skills that we've been developing. You might have also noticed some change within in terms of increased motivation, little sparks of increased motivation or little sparks of, <clears throat> excuse me, increased creativity or even maybe connecting to some passion that you forgot you had or uh, uh, activity that you forgot made you laugh so much or, or, or really bring that smile. 
in, in some of those ways we talked about uh, in that Make Your Body Smile uh, episode. So these connections within, this increased presence, awareness, ability to get out of loops, maybe some increased spark and motivation, creativity, a little more pep in your step, if you would. In what you might have noticed in, in how this becomes a way of being and finding some changes in these experiences in terms of in your relationships with others, especially if you practiced uh, those skills that we talked about in terms of the active listening and connecting in conversation. Uh, we, it's when we talked about active listening to music was the other example. I apologize again. I don't remember what episode I talk about things in, but in those episodes when we talked about that stuff, especially if you have been <clears throat> excuse me, practicing that, you have uh, potentially noticed an increase in your communication abilities of active listening with others. You might have also noticed in these relationship changes, it has allowed you not only to listen more actively, but have a different experience in that listening with an increased in acceptance, acceptance of people for who they are and for where they are. Acceptance, letting go of judgment, letting go of our expectations of how everyone else is supposed to be. When we start doing these things we're working on, it starts changing and shifting that. It's beautiful. And with all of these, you might have noticed an increased connection, an increased connection to self and an increased connection to others. So those are some of the things you may have already started to notice. And as we continue along this journey together, it's going to continue to also enhance these things and help you connect further to the recognition that physical pain is starting to leave your body, that your health is starting to improve. And this has to do with many different areas, some of which we have started to lightly touch on and we will go much deeper into. I just have so, so much information I, I want to share with everyone and I'm trying to kind of sequence it out, just paying attention to my intuitive guidance and letting me put these podcasts in the order of wherever I'm guided. But down the line, We'll be getting much deeper even into these areas that we started already touching on in terms of the science and research related to physical manifestation in our body. So we have like the emotional spiraling, right? And then we have the mental dialogue, the monkey mind, those things we talked about along with other stuff we haven't gotten to yet. And then we have the physical manifestation, physical pain in our body when we store emotion related to these areas that we've already started talking about in terms of inflammation cycles in the body um, in terms of serotonin and dopamine regulation, input, uh, development, how it spreads, elevates, or decreases, uh, cortisol, adrenals, adrenal fatigue, digestion, when we get into anxious body cycle, all these things that we've started talking about. I don't think I touched on this part yet, but it also uh, has to do with vitamin and minerals, um, how well we can absorb them. So lots of, lots of stuff here, lots of stuff in our physical body. And by doing some of the things we're talking about and, and working on, and when we're decreasing these anxious cycles in our body or these automatic loops and the things that we have been discussing and uh, how we have started to gently also touch on the surface of the science and research related to what I just went through, this physical body of stuff. And then also there's a whole other pocket of information we have not even started into yet, and that's the energy body and emotion storage within our energy body, the subtle energy body system, and how it manifests into emotional and physical disease. 
So that's a whole nother series down the line. And I, uh, I love talking about that stuff and look forward to sharing that information with you also. But for today, before I get us off onto a tangent, um, into a different direction, I'm going to refocus, zoom myself back in here. So I was mindfully aware that I was about to go off on a tangent of a different topic. And so I'm mindfully bringing myself back to the now, uh, as I'm trying to stay focused as best I can in these podcasts on the topic at hand. So with that, I'm now going to move into today and these lenses. What lens are you using? I'm going to talk about three different ones today. I'm going to just gently, or gently, (laughs) I'm going to just tell you what each of them are, what they mean, and I'll give you an example. And then I'm going to tell you some quick and easy tools that you might consider adding to that wellness toolbox that you're building. So the first one is a mental filter. This is when we only look at certain types of evidence. It tends to be negative evidence that we're only looking at. We don't really tend to use the mental filter and look for all the positive, joyous things as an automatic. We can train ourselves to do that, but as an automatic, we tend to use this as more of a cognitive distortion and uh, only look at certain types of negative or self-defeating information, which will keep us down, cause anxiety, depression, make us feel worthless, make us feel stuck, hopeless, helpless, move us away from goal setting, make us feel like a failure, bring all kinds of judgment, catastrophic thinking, mind reading. Some of these sounding familiar? Well, for those of you who have listened to the previous episodes, you'll know what I'm saying. So this mental filter, we only start looking at certain types of evidence and then it starts bringing in some more of those cognitive distortions to help keep us stuck there. Then we have the disqualifying the positive. So with this one, we first will pull in all the information and actually even maybe sit with the positives, maybe even dance around a little with accepting it, but we will then start trashing it, throwing it away. Maybe not literally, but we'll start throwing it away. We'll start uh, telling ourselves the yeah buts. We will discount it as evidence. Start throwing it away one by one or in little tiny piles. And before you know it, we're just left with the negative. If you remember when we talked about all or nothing thinking, it's like that, but without the all. It's just the nothing. So disqualifying the positive, we might start looking at all the evidence and then before we know it, we are only left with the negative or self-defeating, creating those same plethora of different emotional experiences I just explained with the, the mental filter. And then the next lens is emotional reasoning. Emotional reasoning is what I feel must be true. I feel anxious, therefore there must be a crisis something's wrong, I feel depressed, therefore my life must suck. So we get this lens and then if you remember in in other episodes when I talk about this like seeking kind of behavior that we do at times, so we have these three lenses, these are just three examples, there's other ones too but for today, we have these three different lenses and it becomes how we view and what we filter through. You can think of it in terms of like, we'll put on that pair of glasses and that detective hat and we will go seeking and searching. If I am feeling anxious, I'm going to go with the 
anxious glasses on and my anxious detective hat and I'm going to go looking for all the things that make me feel anxious that support or give me evidence that I should be feeling anxious same with depression etc so we have this lens we put on this hat and then we go seeking searching for the evidence to support that and an example that you uh, can can think of or that I'm going to share with you um, to think of in terms of these three lenses is if you have to give a presentation, maybe you have to give a presentation at work or at school or in the community, or maybe you don't have to give a presentation and you're just going to pretend with me right now as I explain this just so that you know what I'm talking about. So you have to give a presentation and you have uh, 20 people who are listening. And at the end of the presentation, these 20 people are going to fill out feedback cards. And with the feedback cards, 19 of them give you great results. You knew your information, you had great presentation skills, you were able to answer questions, you uh, kept them engaged and interested in the presentation. And then there is one card that gives you not so great feedback. They say things like, you didn't seem to know the information, you were very anxious, uh, they couldn't really hear or understand what you were saying, that you seemed unprepared and scattered. I don't know, something along those lines in those examples. And so you get all these cards back. And if you are, if you are looking or using uh, the lens of the mental filter, you're going to get that one card that gave you that not great feedback. And you're going to put it up on your bulletin board or write that message on your whiteboard. Maybe not literally, but you know what I'm saying. It is going to be the highlight of what you look at, what you take as the feedback. And everything else doesn't even matter. Doesn't You might not even read the others. It's like, oh, look at this. Well, you'll read them because <laughs> you'll look for the other ones that also support that. Um, but anyway, you'll take this one and you'll put it on your bulletin board or you write that message on your whiteboard. Maybe not literally, but it's going to stand out as the feedback and evidence uh, that you aren't doing it right, that you failed, you're worthless, uh, the, mess, the things that people say to themselves are so critical and so mean. So you get the gist of what I'm saying. And you might use much harsher words towards yourself. I hope not. And if you do, think about some of the other stuff we've been talking about in previous episodes. Don't make yourself moldy. So mental filter. You're going to put it on your bulletin board or write it on your whiteboard. The disqualifying the positive in this example, you're going to maybe embrace all the feedback. Maybe you'll even like, yeah. Like, hey, I, I did all right. And then the yeah buts start coming in. Yeah, but I must have not appeared so calm because this person could tell I was anxious. So anybody who said I'm calm, nope, throwing them out. Again, maybe not literally. You get what I'm saying. You're not going to pay attention to, to that calm feedback anymore. Or... They said that they couldn't really understand what I was saying. And so whoever said I kept them engaged in the presentation, well, that can't be true. They said I didn't know what I was talking about. So whoever said I knew my information and was prepared, well, that can't be true. So you take it and suddenly start throwing everything else away until, again, all you're left with is the unkind or... um, uh, not unkind. I don't. I don't want to say that. Um, you know, the feedback that is, is just one direction. It's just that mental filter. And the reason I, I take back that word unkind is because if 
feedback is great. Um, I appreciate feedback in all forms because it helps us grow, right? And so you you want to try to embrace it all and not just filter out what is uh, you know that the lens that you're choosing at that time or that hat that you're using in that moment. So don't leave yourself with just the nothing again, you know, in that all or nothing framework that we talked about before. That third lens, <clears throat> that third lens, excuse me, with the emotional reasoning is uh, with this example, I feel anxious, therefore it must be true. Um, so I'm just going to look at the evidence out there that is supporting that I am appearing anxious. So it's going to direct me and guide me just to that card that says I appeared to be anxious. The rest, nope, they're wrong. They're either wrong or they're just being too polite or they were just like zoned out and don't even know what I was saying or doing and they just filled out the card to get points to say they were present at the presentation. Who knows? We bring in all kind of uh, nonsense in our mind <clears throat> to help us filter out and only hang on to the things that unfortunately help keep us down or stuck until we become more aware and we change and write the story through a clearer lens. So how do we do that? So these lenses, these hats we wear to try to maybe navigate us in a direction that depletes us, keeps us down, causes depression, anxiety, worthlessness, brings in some of those other things that we've been talking about in the other episodes, judgment, catastrophic thinking, fortune telling, mind reading, shoulds, coulds, woulds, right? All that stuff. So what do we do? So here's some more tools that you might consider adding to your toolbox. The first one is to focus on filling your gratitude tank. You might already be noticing that happening through mindfulness practice. Uh, in practicing daily mindfulness, we really begin to elevate our gratitude for the things around us, just the simplest of things, the way the sun is shining, the way you can see the rays of the sunshine sometimes coming through the clouds. Literally, you could see the rays, the way the clouds are moving so gently through the air, the way the breeze feels even when it's chilly, the way the heavy rain sounds, the way that the squirrels are running, the rabbits are hopping, our children are laughing, etc. So just by practicing daily mindfulness and being more in the present of the now, <clears throat> it's automatically filling this gratitude tank. But trying to be more actively, mindfully aware of more ways you can fill that gratitude tank. Taking in the things you notice around you that you're grateful for. Even in the most stressful of days, there is gratitude. There is gratitude in everything around us. We can find ways to be grateful. You're breathing, right? Something right there to be grateful for. So thinking of ways in each day that you can focus and fill your gratitude tank. It allows us then to regulate more the natural ebb and flow of life. Life is not always smooth sailing. Every emotion changes. None are permanent. We will talk much more about that when we get into discussions about emotion. We haven't really even uh, started down that avenue yet. But emotions, they're all temporary. None of them are permanent. And so when we fill in or fill up this gratitude tank, when the natural ebb and flow of life happens, we go through it more regulated. We're able to manage ourselves a little differently because our gratitude tank is full. We're filling up. The second one is 
look for the exception. So look for the exception of whatever this story that you're telling yourself to deplete yourself is. Look for the exception. When's that time when I, you know, shared this information about this new idea I just learned with someone else and they found it really useful and gave me good feedback? When's a time maybe I even gave another presentation and I felt really confident about it? When's a time when I felt really anxious and I realized that there wasn't really anything around me that was really making me feel anxious? That 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 emotional reasoning that I was doing was not correct? Or when is a time that I really built up my anxiety about an experience and I went through it and realized that it was not anywhere near what I thought it to be? So looking for the exception. And then lastly, asking yourself two questions. So one important part of this is you have to be aware, right? You have to be aware of where you're at and what you're thinking before you can ask two questions. So that's kind of uh, with many of these tools. It requires awareness and that's you know one of the reasons why I have a whole separate section on mindfulness uh, with the Monday uh, podcast that I put out because awareness and, and practice of presence and being now and mindful in the now is very uh, beneficial to us in all of the ways that I've talked about. But as I've mentioned before, they're also a little bit of an anchoring of different tools that you learn down the line because we need awareness to do this. So to ask the questions, these two questions, you have to be aware of what you're thinking. So in the awareness then, you're going to ask yourself, is this true? Is this absolutely true? So don't just stop at, is this true? Because we can easily convince ourselves, yes, yes, this is true. But, you know, often it's not. So is this absolutely true? Let's just go just a little deeper and let yourself get curious. Curiosity is a wonderful tool in helping us to investigate, learn, understand, and heal ourselves internally. So get a little curious with that second asking of the question. We will build much more upon that actually too when I get uh, down the line when I teach or, or share with you um, a little bit more advanced skills. But for now, just these two questions. Is this true? Is this absolutely true? So with that, I hope that will give you some more things to consider in terms of awareness. Again, maybe uh, helping you to increase your awareness of what's already happening as you build upon these tools within your connection within yourself, as well as your connection with and uh, within your relationships with others and uh, find some of these tools to be useful in that for you. As a reminder, on the week of the 11th, we have our free week of balance. We've got some free yoga classes happening Monday at 5.30, Tuesday at noon, Thursday at noon, free meditation Tuesday at 6.45, and free Reiki circle on Thursday at 7. Please register if you plan to join us as space is limited. And if you want to learn more about me, the other practitioners at Serenity Wellness Center, or any of our classes or workshops, please check us out online at serenitywellnesscenter.com, C-E-N-T-R-E.com, and also on Facebook and Instagram. And also our next episode, we will be having the wonderful Kevin Briggs join us. He's going to talk to us more about his work that he's doing on his dissertation on mindfulness with teachers and some cool ways that mindfulness is being practiced in, practiced 
in schools, as well as how he uses mindfulness in his life as a musician and a uh, practitioner of meditation and yoga. So he uh, practices both of those in his daily life. And so he'll get to give us lots of different perspectives uh, in terms of research and understanding and what's happening in the field and how he uses those things also in his life. And you might be able to hear the dog uh, barking gently in the background. Uh, the dog, uh, Eddie Murphy, is sleeping and he must be having a cold dream of sorts because he's running in his sleep and that was him gently barking. So just thought I'd share that in case you heard that in the background. Anyway, that's what we have coming up. Thank you again so much for spending some time and space with me. I appreciate all of you so very much. And I hope that you're finding this useful for yourselves. Right now, I don't have a comment uh, area on my website. I'm working on that down the line. But for now, if there's anything you would like to share as far as thoughts or ideas you have, tools that you have found useful for yourself that maybe you want to share with others, or if there's certain areas you're hoping I focus on before others, you can even share that on there. I'll see what I can do for sure. Like I said, there's just so, so much information I look forward to sharing with everyone. We have just started touching on the surface of stuff, and so I can't wait to, to continue to dive deeper. But in the meantime, if you want to share anything like that, uh, you can certainly do so on maybe the Facebook posts that I do about each podcast or on Instagram. And um, you can also leave uh, feedback on iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you who are already doing that. It unfortunately doesn't let me comment back. And uh, also thank you so much for the amazing feedback on Insight Timer and everyone who has reached out to me through that as well as messages I've received um, in all the different platforms from everybody. I just really appreciate it. And no, I'm not reading your mind. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a question I've, I've gotten from a few different people. Uh, just keep in mind, I've been a therapist for you know over 20 years. I've delved deep into this research and understanding through my education, through my own life experience, through continuing to work on my own self-development and through working with just so many different uh, people in my life, in uh, my work with people as clients, um, but also in my work with other professionals in the many different facets of my career so long or so far along my journey. So yes, I'm not reading your mind. These are just patterns and things that we can get into. And the more we understand, the more it empowers us, the more it empowers us, the more it brings agent for change. Because all of us have it in us. All of us can do this. All we need to do is to learn, right? It doesn't mean it's easy. By no means do I think any of these things are just like an easy one, two, three. Nicole said it, so now let's make it happen. But I promise you, if you continue to work on it and don't give up, you're going to find the beauty in all of this as well. Thanks again, everyone. I look forward to talking with you again soon and can't wait to talk with Kevin on our next episode and hear what he has to share with us also. Have a good one. Bye-bye.